WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Fiquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are and it is awesome. Satisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. We give They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. By the reaches of the night, we now experience the magical art of puppetry. What the game is playing! Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie! Welcome to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RockRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button now at the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I'm your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sorokin. Let me get to the one that says I'm mute. Hi, we're here. We're live. <laughs> we're doing a thing. This is the rack live right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Chat. If you have that Amazon Prime, just do the thing. Click the button. Subscribe. Matt did right at the start of the show. 49 months. It's a long time. You can tweet us or zed us or x us or whatever at Wild Talk Radio at Rack Radio Show at Lindsworth on the Wild Talk Radio dot com Show dot com or Twitch TV slash Demetri Live and interact with us live. Throughout the night, because we're going to be talking about some things and some stuff and all the things. By the way, the music you're hearing is one Bianca Belair. Did you know that she's right now available in Fortnite Battle Royale, the Ultimate Battle Royale experience, along with Becky Lynch? 
You can use Kirk, Rock, Soccer, Lens, and Ward in the Fortnite Dynamic Shop. Hashtag Epic Partner. Both skins have two different styles. And they look good. They look really good. It's like four looks overall. One is like it's an entrance attire for both outfits. So it's four styles for both. So it's a pretty good deal. Pretty good deal. 2,400 V-Bucks. I have no more V-Bucks. But that's okay. It's fine. It's fine. You'll, get, you'll, you'll get new ones. You get new ones every month with the club thing. Crew. Yeah, crew. That's the word. Crew. Fortnite crew. have to go in and get them. No, you cannot use the hair as an axe. No. Sadly, that's not a thing. That's the one thing. The pickaxes aren't the best nor the backlings, but the skins are, as you see on the screen, are perfect. Well, it's a little tricky because for WWE, they don't have backlings and they don't have skin or um, they don't have like pickaxes. Like, so it's really hard to create a pickaxe and they're not going to do Bianca's hair as the pickaxe, even though that would be badass. That, that, that'd be funny. But no, her pickaxe is fine. It gives off a little uh, the, the lips when you smack it directly on point, which is cool. But the, skin, the important the thing is they got the modeling right. Oh, yeah, everything is down to the details. They got Bianca's tattoos on her back, the lips on her back as well. So they did her right. So there's a YouTube short, YouTube.com/radio show on the TikToks as well. Check it out. Fun content. It's, I think it's on our Instagram, Instagram.com/wildtalkradio. Content. We do things. Woo-woo. So we have a show for you this evening. Indeed, we do. We have news, we have notes, we are going to be talking about Edge's Last Stand, which is somewhat ironic because we still have in our sheet, in a perfect world, who do you think Edge should have one more match with, which references his possible return. Um, And now we may get, you know, a retirement, which we'll talk about in the second half of the show. So we will get into that, but let's jump right into the news brought to you by our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. So Biggie has been cast in an upcoming movie movie titled F Plus, starring former UFC champion Randy Couture. The family movie will be directed by Kenny Bermont, and it follows a group of young teenagers who plan the perfect heist to break into their middle school to alter their failing test grades. Okay, I'm going to come back to that. Joining Couture and Piggy <laughs> in the movie are Tommy Davidson, Jennifer Esposito, Wells Rappaport, Lily Jane, James Williams Jr., Lily Ray Tricano, and Kay Clark. Okay. All right. Yay, Piggy. Go, Piggy. Who the hell in the year of our Lord, 2023, breaks into a school to change their grades? That shit's all digital now. I'm old, and I know that. Sometimes old schools don't don't update their systems to the new school way. I'm saying. No. Yeah. Some schools. No. Some schools still use the old way of doing things. I'm sorry. I just you're, the, the logic is flawed. The logic is so so flawed. But anyway, congratulations, Piggy. <laughs> we'll see how the movie turns out. I'm sure it'll be fine. But just that concept of they're going to break in <laughs> to the school. To change their test grades when all of that shit is digital. All of it. You could hack the server, my kids. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Gotta see the movie. Yeah, gotta see it. It hasn't been shot yet, which it probably will not be shot for a while because of the strikes. Uh, so we will see when that happens. Moving on, Lacey Evans is no longer with WWE. Her contract expired this past week. She will have, interestingly enough, a no-compete clause. Well, because it expired. It did, it, it, so... They let it run out, and one can gonna can, gonna put this out there. Gonna tell you, gonna see a lot more like that in both companies. They're just gonna let them go and not fire. Just they don't want them want to bring them back. They're just gonna let their contracts end because that's what AEW has been doing, and I think WWE's gonna take that same approach of just run out your contract 
you're good to go. She's had so many reboots, though. It's like they ran out of things to do with her, and then all the controversy with Sergeant Slaughter. It's like, well, I wasn't going to end one way or the other, and it ended with her no longer with being with the company. She's had a couple different controversies. She's never really, like, took off. Like, the strongest shot she ever had was right before she got pregnant, when she was kind of really popular, and then she went away, she had the baby... She came back, and they put her in this really odd, stupid gimmick, which was, like, basically she was a Marine, which is who she is. Uh, But it was kind of, like, a weird sort of Marine. Yeah. And so it just never resonated, because nobody knew what to do with the gimmick. And then they've rebooted her, like Rock said. They've done a few different things with her. And it's just one of those deals where she never could take, she never... And there's also just online presence. And some of the stuff that she's putting out online, people don't like. People don't want to take to her. So she she did have her moments. I hope she finds good footing. I hope she finds, you know, success elsewhere. There's no word if she's going to stay in the wrestling industry or not. I don't think she's indicated whether she has or she, she hasn't. So she is going to be doing something. She's opening a diner. That's what it is. She's opening a diner. Go her. Good for her. Do your thing. I mean, I'm sure it's good for her in the sense that she will be able to be home with her family more, which I'm sure is what she wants. I don't want to, like, put that on her, but it's always good that it's like, hey, you don't have to travel so much anymore. You can go home and be with your family. So that's a positive. Um, Does it suck she's not with WWE anymore? Yeah, sure. But they could have fired her. Instead, they let the contract out, which... uh, For me, personally, I think that's better. It's like, pay the contract out, pay it to the end... So she gets a little, she gets everything that she was owed and everything she was promised. And you're good. Yeah. And it's not an ideal situation. It still sucks. You still lose your job. But at least it's it's basically like you're getting a, a send-off package. Instead of them just being like, we're cutting the cord. Yeah. Which is what they used to do. So best of luck to Lacey as she moves forward. Um, And if you're in the mood to go to WrestleMania 40, which is where, Rock? Right here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Ding! WrestleMania tickets go on sale tomorrow, and oh, Jesus, they're expensive. The cheapest seat is $40. That is nosebleed. Yeah, literal nosebleed, and there's not a lot of them. Then it goes to 55 70 80 100 150 200 250 300 and we've now just sort of maybe, that just sort of hits the end of the top sections. And it goes all the way up to ringside, 10 grand, which they, they were denying they were 10 grand, but it's were buying I think we, I think we all knew that they're about that much. I think in the past they've been five. Yeah, and then there, there are a lot of there are a lot of ringside seats for five. It's like front row was ten grand or something. Five grand to sit front row at WrestleMania. Three grand to sit there, sit ringside. Three grand to sit ringside. Two grand to sit up by the ramp. Four ninety nine. Or five ninety nine, whatever it is now on Peacock. Sounds like a better value to me. No offense to WWE and WrestleMania being it and it's five grand two nights, I guess. I guess these are the combo tickets or whatever, but still that's and or if that's single night and you're paying five grand, oof, 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 oof. Yeah, I would hope that like on some level they're they're packaging that for ringside, where like if you buy both nights and really, in general, if you buy both nights, you get, like, a certain percentage knocked off because you're attending both nights. Because if you have to shell out 20 grand to sit at ringside, which, if you're shelling out 20 grand to sit at ringside, you, you have, have the money. You have the money. It's no big deal. Yeah, it's fine. But, like, just, you know, in general, it's you would hope that for people who are maybe 
struggling to afford the tickets or are on the cheaper end that maybe, you know, they do nice things like packages, which I haven't seen. <laughs> there's, there's some, but not, I haven't seen that many. Um, I thought Taylor Swift tickets were, were expensive, but holy. Uh, Everything's just expensive. <laughs> but at least you can get um, WrestleMania tickets for now, but they'll be sold out by tomorrow. Whereas they're not sold out. Well, the majority of them will be, be picked up by tomorrow since they've been doing pre-sales. And they had um, Trick, Williams, um, Grayson Waller, and Luther at the Eagles game tonight, hyping it. Cody was in town. A bunch of people were in town. Johnny Gargano was in town. Hey, they found Johnny. Did, did, did anybody tell Tommaso? No, I don't think anyone did. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Taylor Swift, we talked about it Saturday, how, much, how nuts they were, the tickets were. Nuts. You can't even get them in places that, when you want to go. So, here we are. <sighs> So if you want to go to WrestleMania, tickets will be available to, um, tomorrow for the general public. There has been a pre-sale this week because I got an email about it. So they have been pre-selling the tickets, but the general population can buy the tickets tomorrow. Yeah, 10 a.m. Eastern, probably. It's usually when they... Uh, okay. Let's go. Moving, moving on, he says, after reading chat for no apparent reason. <sighs> next next topic. Moving okay. on, he says. <laughs> Moving I just on. looked at chat. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. AEW will go head-to-head with NXT on Tuesday, October 10th, as the show will be preempted on TBS due to other sports programming that day. Baseball. Marketing for the October 10th episode lists the show as Dynamite. Dynamite. There you Dynamite. go. Dynamite. Title Tuesday. Yeah, they did the same thing last year. Baseball playoff start, so... Preemptions for Dynamite are gonna start being a thing. Yay! Luckily for um, Collision fans, that won't be a problem because baseball doesn't air on TNT usually. So Rampage and, and Collision will be fine, but when hockey starts, there may be some changes. Anywho, we'll have to see. And for those interested, the AEW All In start time will be seventeen hundred British time. So that will be noon Eastern. So you can have your lunch and watch AEW if you so desire. It's up to you. So we sat here on Sunday and talked all about the t- start time mm-hmm. where we thought it was like 3 p.m. On, on Sunday on WTR. Sunday night. And it was like 3 p.m. Eastern. Okay, that's not a bad. And then we figured it's like five-hour show. They're going to go long. Okay, it's going to be a long one. Now it's starting at noon Eastern. I'm afraid of how long the show's going to be. <laughs> Well, they're going to give everybody their money's worth. If, if, I don't know what to if, tell it's, you. if it's 5 p.m. local, right? They're going, what? I, I, I got to figure they're going six hours. He's going to. That's so long. He's going to run it into the ground. He's going to. You know he's going to, though. Oh, I know he's going to. He's going to have 20 matches on the card. Because or he's, it was going to be five hours on the, on the pre show. And that's. I, 12 is like the start time of the main show. Oh, God. That's just. I mean, I appreciate that you want to give the crowd what you want to give them because it's a big crowd for them. It's a record-breaking crowd for AEW. So you want to make sure that you deliver in terms of the show. And the Brits, Brits are a little bit different from the Americans in the sense that the Brits are okay with a little bit longer show if it's good. Like, they don't mind sitting through a five-hour show if it's really good wrestling. They will do that. And it will be fine. Like, it'll be fine. But it just, ooh. Oh, it's long. It's a lot. And then he's going to turn around the next weekend and he's going to do another show. Do four more hours of pay-per-view. Like, that's... That's so much. It's a lot of con- It's a lot. Like, and, and I like me some good wrestling, but my attention span. I had, I we had ideas for for what we were going to do for all in, but I, with the length of this thing, I don't know. Like, that might change. I, mm, I mean, it, noon, noon on a Sunday, on a, on a Sunday, the last real Sunday of the summer. Ooh. 
Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And yeah. then he's got a pay-per-view on Labor Day weekend, too. Yeah. With heavy... Co- Ooh. I don't know. I mean, I hope it sells well. I hope they do well on pay-per-view. Like, this is... Okay. Not to knock it. But this is where streaming comes in handy. And I understand that they are on a streaming service. They're on Bleacher. But, but what's really nice... It's $50 on Bleacher. Well, let me finish. What's really nice about WWE and their agreement with Peacock is that... Number one, the price the price point. But number two, the fact that if you don't want to watch the event that day, you don't have to worry about it. Why? Because you can watch it pretty much instantaneously after it's done at any point thereafter. So say you gotta go to a wedding and it's a pay-per-view night, no worries. You can watch it when you get when you get home or you can watch it the next day and you don't have to pay the $50 for it because you're paying for Peacock. I can confirm this because I did that last year. <laughs> so it's something that like for this, it's it's okay. All right. So number one, I'm facing a $50 charge for Bleacher or conventional or f- pay-per-view prices. Uh, I got, it might be four. I think Matt said 40. Someone said 40. So it's 40 and 40. 80 bucks. 80 bucks to see two pay-per-views on. And so you, so what you would have to, you have to old school it essentially, essentially is if you watch it on TV, you're going to have to record it, which who has DVRs these days? I do. I do. But how many people do? If most, how many people, most systems have it. It's a, it's a built in thing at this point. So, I mean, I guess you could record it and you could watch it later and if w- you wanted to. And with pay-per-view, most times it's on demand. But still, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't... exactly, man. Or when you take your son and his girlfriend out to dinner on summer summer night, you can pause it and watch it when you get back to the hotel. There you go. It's it's not an ideal situation. We'll see what they do with it. That's that's all I can really say um, because I hope it works out for them. Like, I really do. It's It's a gamble what Tony's doing. I do not know if it will pay off. I hope it will. Like, I really, really hope it will. But I don't know if it will. Because didn't Vince try something really similar and it didn't work? Probably. So, we will see. But, you know, honestly, not to take a shot, but I think that's one of the least of AW's problems right now. Anyway, moving on. Let's take a break. It's trying to figure out who belongs on what show. <sighs> no, I'm going to pause the music before we go. Before we go, I want to. I'm going to throw this out as a scenario. All right, for people, and you can figure this out any way you choose. Right? Uh huh. Say, I'm trying to remember how I I phrase it. It's like your HR department. <laughs> Say you're the the the, the uh, lead in your HR department, your talent relationships part department. You fly to an event, and then you're told, "Hey, you're no longer needed because the person who's in the building doesn't like you because you're friends with some other people and because you were, you know, involved in in breaking up an incident months ago." You're the lead as an HR person. You should be allowed to go in any event. But my friend isn't allowed to be there because he bit somebody. That's why he's not there. It's just... (sighs) Egos need to be checked at the door and they're not checking them. Can we all just please act like adults? Is that that too much to ask for? Can we all please just act like adults the big, the that be, we are the, the best event is going to be on August 23rd next week in Duluth, Georgia 
when they're all together. And I'm sure everybody will enjoy watching that, but I will not be one of them. Let's go to break. So when we come back, we are going to be doing Edge's Last Stand. Talking all about, well, is his contract coming up? And could we see his last match tomorrow night on SmackDown? You don't want to miss it. So you're listening to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. And we will be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. CB Radio is moving. Source it us that CB Radio is moving to a brand new start time. Wait a minute, sources tell you what? Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a new start time of 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Are these the same sources that said that Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't a bear? Confirmed. I don't know if we can trust it. Trust the sources. CB Radio is now going to be live every Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. on the Pacific. But what about midnightish? Still midnightish Atlantic time. That's a relief. We are still your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night. Just earlier. Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in segments. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes a Kate Sheep. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Get the hell out. Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin as they give their opinions on what they liked, what didn't like, what? and what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights, 11 p.m. Eastern, live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Did you know you can use support a creator code rock and sock in the Fortnite item shop? That's R O C K N S O C K in the Fortnite item shop. That's a hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner.
This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you are listening to the Rap Radio Show on Wild Talk Radio. You think you know me? Welcome back to the record right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RecRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, where you can use it here for free for 30 days, all you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, you heard the music, the altar bridge. We are talking about the one, the only, the man known as Edge. And could we be seeing his final match, at least for this contract? Because there are rumors that his contract is going to expire. So, before we get into anything, we're going to let him explain everything to everybody of what the hell is going on. You said a phrase earlier in this conversation that actually stuck out to me a bit. You said, you know, with regards to this match on Friday, you said fairy tale ending. And this, this to me, this Brilliant. to me plays into this idea. <laughs> it plays into this idea yeah. people have been talking about. This might be the one where you leave your boots in the ring. What's the, like, what are your thoughts? Here's what I can honestly say. And this isn't the answer that everybody's going to want. I truly don't know. I really, really it can with 100% truth say, I don't know. And yeah. that's strange for me to, to, but I don't, I, I really, really don't. I I've put some thought into it, but not a lot. Um, this is the, the last match on my current contract. So I don't know. I honestly don't know. I, I, I probably won't know until I get to the locker room that night right. and just decompress, let all the, the anxiety and tension that I never used to have before I performed, I have now. And, and that's strange for me. And it makes it that much harder to do this. And I'm going to be 50 in October. You know, it's, it's not easy anymore before what I used to just take for granted to be able to do. Now there's a process and there's a fallout and there's a, there's a lot, you know, and, and it's the dream gig, but again, it's, it's getting really hard. Actually, I'm going to make sure that Beth, some, we're going to get Beth to sign some kind of marriage contractual agreement that every time I walk into a room, yeah. The music needs to hit, and there needs to be at least sparklers. Like my girls be holding sparklers. That, that's what I want. Just like, oh, that's part. Um, God Edge. So it, it all speculated because his trainer kind of started talking about how this was going to be end. That's where the rumors started a blaze on Monday, where it's like, is this the end for Edge? Because it was speculated before where, like, he's coming back to do this match on SmackDown in Toronto, and it's like, okay, cool, he's wrestling in his, in his hometown, or his, what was his hometown when he grew up in Toronto, and it's like, okay. And he mentioned a year or so ago, right around, what, SummerSlam time last year, that when they came uh-huh. back around, Toronto was going to be it. Well, we've circled a year. We're here. So you put all those pieces together, and he's doing a match he hasn't done before with Sheamus. They haven't fought before. This is all playing out like it's the end. 
Like it's 25 years in WWE for him. It's 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 a lot because he came back right before the pandemic started and then missed a missed a, a gap because of it because he had the the greatest wrestling match of all time and then got hurt on, on a reshoot. Yeah. That's so funny. It's still it's a pandemic, and they they do the greatest match of all time was, was the gimmick of it, and they had to reshoot one little spot because you're fighting in front of nobody, so you could redo whatever you want. They got hurt on the redo. Ugh. Anyway, it's weird. It is weird, but it's in a way, it's a good way for him to go out. It's an appropriate way to go out. Do we want to see everybody retire at WrestleMania? Yes. We want that for everybody. We want everybody to really get the Taker-level send-off. Or at least on a premium live event. Or at least on a premium live event, but Edge... Edge is a humble guy, right? And here's the thing. He's, he had the, he technically had the send off at WrestleMania. Um, when he had to retire the first time is he wrestled on WrestleMania and everything went to hell that, like that next night. And then he just was like, I can't do it. I'm done. And he had to retire. He's forced to medically retire the next night on Raw. It was, no, it was like a week later. Or yeah, week, month, it you was, know, it was, it was like a day it was, week. It was eight days later after WrestleMania because they did test that week and then the test came back and like, you need to shut it down. Yeah, you need to stop now. So this entire run that he's had is a gift because it shouldn't have happened, right? He was medically retired. They told him, you should not wrestle anymore. Your neck can't take it. So he walked away. He did other things. He let his body heal. And in the process of letting his body heal and being away, his neck was good enough that he could come back and he could work on occasion. Not all the time, but enough that he could finish out the career that was really taken away from him because of the neck issues. So he's gotten to do a lot of things that he wouldn't have been able to otherwise. And you, you know the other factor that played into him returning, right? Mm. The three letters known as AEW. Yeah. <laughs> That's why WWE figured out a way to un- unmedically disqualify him because... If they weren't, AEW would have. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. And I do not mean this in a negative way at all. WWE, when it comes to concussion protocol... Or or neck. Or neck. Tends to lean on the really, 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 really super safe side. And the reason why they do that in part is because they got sued. So it's... It's them saying, okay, all right, there's a chance or you're prone to it because that's what happened to Danny Bryan. He's concussion prone. He could get injured at any point. We, that makes him a liability. We don't want that liability. Why, you're done. It's why Soraya Page was, was medically DQ'd because of her neck. Edge was medically DQ'd. Christian was DQ'd for concussion. There's been a lot over the years where they try to protect the talent from themselves. And for Edge, what was it, 2011, when he mm-hmm. first retired? Medicines changed, which is why, and, and, and stuff like that, you know. The way people treat certain injuries have changed, and that's why people are able to come back after after long periods of time, and your neck heals. And that's why they, they were very limited with Kurt Angle on his last run, because his neck has been duct-taped together three ways from Sunday. Um, I was going to say, at this point, it's super glue. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's, it's just, it's not in good shape. So, it's WWE tends to lead on the side of caution. AEW they doesn't. Pr- they, they, pr- they protect their talent, like... 
Kind of. They protect their talent when they need to protect their talent. Um, are they going to stop them? Not always, but they they've they have stepped in and stopped certain talents from wrestling when they shouldn't be wrestling. So that that's been smart. I hope that they this also whole... haven't. Just saying. I understand this. Um, I hope, and it's fitting we're talking about it with the the AEW I hope it's like okay, his contract's up, and then hopefully like two weeks later we're not hearing rumors. Well. You know what he wants to do while he's leaving WWE and not extending his contract. He wants to have that one more match with Christian, and the only place to do it is in AEW. So you can do an Edge and Christian reunion in AEW, and guess who they can fight in AEW? The Hardy the Boys. Hardys. And you can do a nostalgia. match. Nostalgia! You can do that nostalgia pop with the Hardys and Edge and Christian, or Adam Copeland and Christian Cage taking on Matt and Jeff Hardy. I hope that doesn't happen. I pray that doesn't happen. I love... I love Edge and Christian. I'm 50-50 on the Hardys. But it, it, you, just, you just don't need it. You just want to see him go there. Well, it's not even that. It's, I'm going to say this in a polite way. They're old. Okay? They're old. He said it. He's 50. He doesn't bounce back like he used to. You couple that with all of the punishment and damage that he has put on his body with tables, ladders, and chairs and every other stupid match that he's ever done, right? Plus, you look at Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy, Christian, all of them, right? They don't need they don't need to do it. They don't need to do it in the year of our Lord 2023 because you know it would not just be a match. It would be something ridiculous like tables, ladders, and chairs and stairs or something like that where they would try to go out there and kill each other. For the sake of the nostalgia. And while I'm sure it would be good. They don't even nostalgia though. Because if you watched AEW Dynamite last night. Jeff Hardy was in a Texas death chainsaw match. The, the chainsaw massacre death match. For whatever did, reason. Did the pyrotechnics go off? There was no there was no, no explosions. They had Leatherface and a chainsaw. Okay. It, it was something. But anyway. They don't need to do it. At least in my opinion. Now if they want to. That's a different story. If, it, if it's something that Edge is like. This is how I want to go out. And WWE can't make it happen. Then I respect it. Because he should get to go out the way that he wants to. And he should get to go out with the people that he wants to. And if they're in another company. Then guess what? He's going to go to that other company. Do I want to see him do that? No. I do not. Because personally for me. As a fan. It's like, okay, we do the big emotional send-off where it's like, yay, good for you. You're retired. Well done. Awesome. Go have live a happy life. Like, thank you for all you've done. And then two weeks later, they're in another company and they're like, surprise! And you're like, wait, I just said goodbye to you. My contract is up here. I'll see you in Chicago at All Out. Right? So it's like, it's something that I just, as a fan, I do not want to see that because it's like, it would be like something on the Paramount of like The Undertaker, right? He has this big, huge ass send off. Not that he would ever do this, but he has this big, huge ass send off, right? Vince is like, thank you for your service. Thank you for 30 something years. Here's all this swag. Good job, Mark. Thank you for carrying the company. We all appreciate you. And then Mark's, you know, Mark Calloway's like, you know, after six months, he's like, I think I can still go. Vince's like, no. Hunter's like, no, we're not going to let you. No. He's like, okay, Tony Conwell. You know who did that? That same exact scenario? Hmm. Woo! Yep. Rick Flair yep. did it. He got the big send-off, stayed retired for about a year. Then Australia went, and, and Hawk Hogan went, hey, we've got a bunch of money. Let's do a tour, brother. And then he got the, t- he got the Australia money, and then Dixie calls, hey, Rick, 
Want to come down to Florida go woo a bunch of times? Woo! Rick decided to go to TNA because TNA had the money. Spike TV was putting up the money. They wanted legacy talent, so they were going to get legacy talent. Like, to me, also, it does spit in the face of what TNA, or not TNA, what AEW is supposed to stand for, which is their whole thing, their whole MO. Well, we're not going to rely on legacy talent. We're not going to rely on nostalgia. That's we're going to prevent something <laughs> fresh and clean. So you're telling me that you're going to take four, four former WWE superstars, this is all hypothetical, four WWE superstars and rely on those names and that nostalgia of those two teams to carry your show. I mean, that's what they do weekly now. Instead of using your homegrown talent to carry your shows. And yes, I understand in wrestling, you need headliners and you need names to sell tickets. That is the whole point of the big names and having them on there. But it's, are you going to create your own? That's my question. So, but it could also be Edge decides, hey, this isn't the time. This isn't the place. Because he said, you know, I'm not going to know until I get to the building. I'm not going to know until I do the match. And then he's going to make the decision of whether he can or he can't and it like could, it's it comes to a point where okay well this is the end of the contract what now it's do you sign one more contract for one more match where it's like hey we want to do the send-off but we want to do it at rumble to put a nice little bow on it to tie up the fact that that's where he came back so it makes sense that that's where he's gonna leave do you do it at wrestlemania and he just signs that contract of like hey I'm going to stay up until WrestleMania and I want one more match with X person and they make it happen. Like, that, you know, or does he go somewhere else or does he just go home and be a dad? Like, that's the thing. Um, the way you would like to see, see him go out was like one more real story because honestly he was stuck in a story with the judgment day and talked about that last week where that story kind of fell off a little bit and since then he hasn't really had something to really sink his teeth into and you kind of would have wanted to see that end in a different fashion like a good matchup with Sheamus yeah that's great but it's like it's not a story that sinks you can sink your teeth into and go well I have my I have closure with it like this is just a random match with a guy he's never fought before I don't know I would I wanted to see more out of the edge run because it got stuck with Randy and then he got hurt and they had to conclude that and then they stuck they went into the judgment day feud stuff and then he got kick from them and then they had off and on times with them just wanted to see more come from it and injuries and the pandemic and stuff like that kind of got in derailed the way. it yeah like his return's been good but like you never got that real satisfactory moment because like even when he came back and then they they did um he came back and won, won the rumble after the injury right yeah mm-hmm and went to WrestleMania to headline the WrestleMania is like and beat and go and fight against Roman. It's like at that point we're like maybe he'll actually beat Roman and never did. Neither did Brian. They like they fell short. Like and this was before Roman started his run run. It's like you never got that big moment for him. Like he's got great reaction, great pops, but never got that moment of a big shining like oh my god, Edge just accomplished this. Because even the match at WrestleMania this year with Finn in the Hell in a Cell was like. Yeah, he beat the demon, but it was like circumstances around it where like they stopped the match midway because the demon couldn't stop bleeding. And yeah, because he fucked his face up. Yeah, it just I don't know. You wanted like a bait, one more title win or something. The problem is, is it's been derailed by a lot, mainly by like circumstance. Yeah, <laughs> and a, and a bunch of people getting fired, and just a lot of creative changes, injuries. And, and, There's, and scheduling for him where he doesn't want to be around all the time. That's fair. 
And yeah. so think of they're trying to work with what they have and they're trying to do what he has what they have. And we know he hasn't been one hundred percent satisfied. He wasn't satisfied with the judgment day stuff because basically he had something with it and then they decided to make it weird, which we talked about last week. They wanted to take it in a supernatural direction and Edge was like, uh uh, I don't want any part of that. And so he they took him out of that storyline and they wrote him off TV for a long time and then he kind of had this really weird feud with Finn where we kind of got Beth and Rhea, but we didn't get Beth and Rhea. And it just, there's been a lot to be desired. I think for me personally, and I know he's not healthy, I'd like to see him go out with Bray. No, wait a month. It would happen. <laughs> and they and they still could. Like, that's the thing. If Bray could get healthy, you could have Edge be like, all right, let's do it. One more with Bray. Just to have that one really good psychological feud with somebody. That would that would be cool, but you also have matches where it's like I would have liked to see Edge and Cody square off one time. Eh. See, but to me that would have been a big marquee match. It would be a big marquee match, but that doesn't really do anything for me. I, I understand that, but it's like I would have liked to see that like a feud with him, like sort of like dive into that. Like there's there are a lot of things you could have done that injuries got in the way of, and that's very understandable and stuff but now we turn our attention to Sheamus this tomorrow night on Smackdown I wonder if Edge will put him over in the end I don't I think Edge wins this final match in Toronto and gets the big standing ovation at the end I think that's how it all ends he says he's he's not sure I think he knows and I think everyone knows I because th- I think his um his trainer kind of spoiled it all for people that this is the end because no one was thinking it like Friday on when he was there he's like yeah I came here early to make the like the, do the thing and we're gonna have a match like cool like no one thought it like this was the end like there was no talk of it on Friday Monday though yeah well his trainer just said this and well they're not officially saying it's his ending match but it is supposedly because no one knew and no one was thinking of it and it's like so it's gonna be Edge and Sheamus like because that because he just did one with um he beat Grayson a few weeks ago in Madison Square Garden at SmackDown. So it's like you, Edge is going to like just start piling on some victories and sort of getting momentum. Is Edge going to stay on WWE as a trainer? I, no one knows. Like, that's the thing. No one knows it, what his plan is. I don't think he knows his plan. That's why we, we I, when we were talking about it, I was like, you hope he doesn't go to AEW because there's a lot of things he could still do with WWE. Because he was heavily involved at that point with creative a few couple of years ago. Like, there are many roles for him as a producer, an agent, a creative consultant. He can go to Florida every once in a while and help Sean down in NXT. It kind of depends, I think, on how the sale goes and what direction of WWE becomes after the sale finalizes. Because there are rumors, there are rumors it's going to finalize before the end of the year. Some people are saying as early as next month. I don't know if that's the case. That was that was in Endeavor's report. That's why people are saying next month. But it's likely going to close worst case scenario end of this year if it goes through all the checks and the government's like, yeah, no, y'all y'all are all good to go. Um, because there will be a change in WWE. Hunter is going to lose power. Hunter will no longer be on the board. He will still be the head of creative. Vince will be firmly in control of WWE from the standpoint of he will answer to Endeavor. Um, but Hunter will not have the power, and I don't know how much control he's going to have of creative once the sale goes through. He's still be in his role in creative. Right, but it's how much say he has. It would still be his, he'll still have the say he has. It, it, that structure's not changing. Him being on the board is not a surprise because 
Yeah, but it's it's he's losing power in a sense because being on the board does give him a level of power. I mean, I mean, he lost all his power <laughs> two years ago, so it does, whatever he gets now is, is something. Yeah, but it's Edge could sit back, let his contract run out because he knows the sale is coming. Let's endeavor take over, and he sees what WWE becomes. And it's do I want to be a part of this? Do do I want to continue on or? Can I can I say I'm good? Can I walk away? I'm sure that's not what he's thinking. I'm sure that hasn't that's not playing any factor on it, but that's something to consider. And that could be something that a lot of people are looking at right now. Like, well, if the sale's getting ready to close, what are my options? And what is the structure under the new under the new regime? What are we going to be doing? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. And how is this really going to run? Because I got news for y'all. The the go boy days events are done. They are going to run WWE like a straight up business. More so than they already do now. And talent are going to be held to a tighter standard. So we will see people be let go if they're not performing. It's not going to be you get 60 chances. It's going to be very much, I think, like what they're doing down with NXT where it's you have a year. Figure it the fuck out. We'll help you, but figure it the fuck out. So it's probably going to be something along those lines where it's like you need to be you need to be pulling your weight, mm-hmm. especially after the sale. You need to be pulling weight. You need to be bringing in money. You need to be doing everything you can do to make this company successful. It's no longer you can just roll up and get a paycheck. I promise you they're going to look at everybody on the talent roster and they're going to go, okay, who are our performers? That's what we care about. Is the bottom line is money because it's being sold to an investment company, which means all they care about is money and performance and how quickly the individuals that are investing in the company are going to make their money back. That's, that is going to become the focus and the goal, not except, not necessarily the best entertainment product, although that does play into making money back. It's how can we get a return on our investment as fast as possible with this? And I promise you, once Endeavor gets their hands on WWE, they will look over everything. If they haven't already started already, I don't think legally they can until the government approves it and then they go into the merge period, which should last anywhere from probably three to six months before the merger is like officially done because you have to match the two companies together. But like, we're going to see changes. We're going to see some rough changes. It's not going to be the company that we remember. And it's, it's something that some people may not want to be a part of that going forward. Anyway, back to edge. (laughs) But that could be playing a factor in Edge's mind is it's like, it's, it's very, very convenient. And it's a crazy random happenstance that his contract is running out. Right. That's interesting but timing. But it's his hesitation. And I know it's, well, I'm 50. I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Right? Like, I came back. I had the run. And if he's satisfied with the run, that's all that matters. Right? Mm-hmm. Did he get to do everything that he wanted to do or as close to everything that he wanted to do as he could? Did he get to do it all? If the answer is yes, if he is satisfied, then there's no question. And if he decides, hey, I'm done and I want to walk away, thank you very much, Adam. We appreciate all that you've given us. If he decides, you know what? I want to do one more and I want to do it here and I want to do it against this person. And that's what he tells Hunter. I'll give you one more. And they'll come, I to, want they'll come, to, they'll come to an agreement. Yeah, they'll figure it out and come to an agreement. And we'll get the story or we won't but it's if it is the last match if it is tomorrow i think it is a little fitting just because he is so humble that it's it seems entirely appropriate that if that's how he wants to go out where it's against somebody he's never faced in his home country on a random smackdown okay you do you you do you so we'll see and buy lots of sparklers (laughs) but that does it for us what do you think 
Yeah. See what happens. All right, so- we'll see what happens with Edge tomorrow night. We will, but you got stuff to plug, so plug away. Saturday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, Fortnite with Friends, followed by CB Radio Live at 11.30 p.m. Eastern, no intern. Which me- means I'm carrying the show on Saturday. Yay! Woo! Could do all the segments. Mm. Woohoo. Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Sunday night, it's WTR Sunday night. Russell Talk Radio, 10 p.m. Eastern. I think there's Tim in the print on Sunday. I don't think there's a Keishi. Anyway, Monday night, it's the Raw Post Show, 11, 30, 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, to preview the brand new season of the Fortnite Battle Royale, the Ultimate Battle Royale Experience. Because the season ends tomorrow, next Thursday night, going into Friday morning. So we'll have all the details of all the new stuff, and we'll talk all about it and preview it next Thursday, 10 p.m. Eastern. It's Rack Radio Show, wherever you get your podcasts, Adam Adam Music, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Apple. Search the Rack Radio Show. It's Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms, including YouTube and, and all the things, and X and Facebook, Instagram. Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. We're at Wild Talk Radio on X, Twixer, whatever you want to call it. Chat if you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. You can support the channel by clicking the purple angular button below the screen. You can also use Kiriko Rockasak or... Linz M. Ward. When you be it by Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch in the Fortnite item shop. Or Epic Game Store. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Linsward, L-N-S-W-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash where we have been streaming Genshin Impact. And I promise I will unmute my mic this time. Um, Fontaine has just dropped. I have been simping over Nouvellet. It's been a fun time for everybody. Um, so tune in, check it out. I should be streaming this weekend. I also stream Honkai Star Rail. Uh, you can check me out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at where I do review content and Genshin theory videos. I've been posting those out there as well, so go check those out. I'm on TikTok at lensward0. And while you're, you know, doing things and liking, subscribing, and following channels and, and all the good, happy stuff, you can go check out Matt's content, which is youtube.com slash mbg1211. So that's MBG Films, where Matt, you know, does some awesome things. So go like, subscribe, ring the bell, and tell him we said hi, because uh, he's a very good friend of the show. So with that, we're going to go. We'll see you next week. Uh, I'm Lindsay He's Rock, and you've been listening to the record right here on walltalkradio.com, and we're out. Bye! Wildtalkradio.com